Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. Good morning, everyone. It's lovely to see you. Uh, I wonder what you pay attention to. Um, we all paid attention to Boris's last daily briefing on Tuesday, that there was uh, so much information about how lockdown was being eased uh, by the 4th of July. Uh, you might well be paying attention to my background looking a bit different this morning. Uh, I got up early uh, and drove in the car to my mum and dad's house and outside there for a socially distanced visit. Uh, so I hope the dog doesn't start barking uh, or whatever. But um, uh, here, as we move on in Acts, uh, we move on from Stephen's killing that we've looked at the last few days, from Christians being persecuted and scattered like 10-pin bowling, bin, bowling pins to all corners of Judea and Samaria. And as the Christians are scattered, we might expect the church to die out. But that's not what happens. Uh, here are coming up, uh, verse 4. Look what happens. Verse 4, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. And I just think that's so awesome. They've been scattered, they've been persecuted, but still, what are they saying? They're saying, as we're scattered because of persecution, I will still preach God's word. And today in our little passage that continues is the first example of one of these scattered ones, Philip in Samaria. And what happens as the gospel uh, through Philip comes into a place where the gospel has never been preached before? What happens? Uh, well, pay attention, if you would, uh, to what the crowds pay attention to in this next little bit. Let me read on from verse five. It says this. It says, Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles that he saw. So in that little passage, we've got Philip the word preacher and Simon the sorcery practicer. And what does it say? It says for Philip, the word preacher in verse six, it says they all paid close attention to what he said. But so too, exactly the same for Simon, the sorcery practicer. It's exactly the same phrase. Verse 10, if you look there, it says all the people, both high and low, gave Simon their attention. So you see the crowds in Samaria, they've been giving Simon, the sorcerer, attention because of what he says and what he does, these amazing tricks he's performed and now philip the word preacher comes along and they give him attention because of verse five him proclaiming the messiah what he said and verse six him performing amazing signs so both of them philip and simon through word and deed draw the attention of the crowd so what's the difference between the two what's the difference between philip and simon why do the crowd end up following what philip proclaims rather than what simon proclaims well, it seems to be because of the content of what they say, because whilst Philip points away from himself to Jesus, I mean, if you look at verse 12, what does he say in verse 12? He says, when it says, when they believe Philip as he 
proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women. So Peter's there, uh, sorry, Philip's there pointing away from himself to Jesus. Whereas what's Simon doing? End of verse nine, it says, Simon boasted that he was someone great. And all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, this man is rightly called the great power of God. I mean, Simon doesn't have a low self-esteem problem, does he? This man was a big deal celebrity in Samaria. Uh, Justin Martyr in the second century, who was a, a Christian apologist from Samaria, writes about Simon. He writes lots about him saying Simon considered himself a, a god. Um, Simon's a big deal in the place and he's pointing to himself. He's saying, I am the great power of God. And in the end, what happens? Well, the crowd recognize that the one who points to God is the correct one, rather than the one who points to himself. And even Simon himself ends up believing the gospel message at the end, verse 13. And we're going to hear more about that tomorrow. Simon, the one who used to amaze others, is now himself amazed by Jesus. And so here are two very quick applications for us all this morning. First one, in our own lives, what are we doing? Are we pointing people to ourselves or are we pointing away from ourselves to Jesus like Philip was? Susanna often says to our children, she often says, arrows out, arrows out, arrows pointing out away from ourselves, arrows not pointing, focusing on ourselves, but arrows out. And I think the challenge for us in lockdown has been that for me, often I've retreated into just focusing on myself with arrows in, but now it's arrows out, arrows out, pointing away from me to Jesus. Remember what John the Baptist famously said? He said, I must become less so that Jesus must become more. And that's the challenge for us to be like Philip, to be like John the Baptist, arrows out, not pointing at ourselves, but pointing away from ourselves to Jesus. So that's the application for our own lives. And then the application for other people's lives, the crowd in Samaria, if you like, those who will be listening to our Why Sermon series coming up the next few weeks, those who've been on Alpha or are coming on the next Alpha, our friends and our family, all those who don't yet believe in Jesus. Let's be praying, what will they be paying attention to in the coming weeks? What will they pay attention to? Like those crowds in Samaria, might they pay attention not so much to the tricks and attractions of sorcery or any other beguiling forces in our world, but rather may they pay attention to the one who is the true great power. The one who, though he is in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but born in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And so this morning I say, please, Lord Jesus, may people be pointed to you and pay attention to you. Amen. Thanks, Jago. Today we started by confessing our sins where we haven't had arrows out, but where we have had arrows in during this season. And we said sorry for this and asked God to help each one of us and the church as a whole to have our arrows out, looking to the needs of others before ourselves and loving others before loving ourselves. And then we prayed for the crowds and particularly for the up and coming talk series, Why? and the Alpha Course. We prayed that we would be bold in using our rooftops to invite people to this new series, which is particularly for non-Christians, and to the Alpha Course. We prayed that lies would be toppled and that the truth would pervade people's hearts, and that the Holy Spirit would be at work and get people's attention, pointing them to Jesus. Amen. Amen.